Okay, so welcome everybody. My name is Alan Mishra. This is a surgeon and a seal episode seven, I believe. And uh, this is a special one because the last one, Captain Chaby and I uh, challenged each other uh, to put down three things we would do or so in the, in it's been about what, five weeks now since we did this. I, Sounds I, right. I have Captain Chaby's letter here. I have not opened it. Okay. And he has mine. And so we decided a little bit to be each other's accountability partner on trying to figure out what, what we could do in five weeks-ish, right? Something like that. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. So um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I don't even know what this would mean. We have not really rehearsed this as we normally do. Uh, we just are kind of winging it here today. But I'm very curious as what's inside here. Um, would you want me to start with yours or do you want to start? I I think before we do that, I think it might be useful to talk about how it felt. Oh, that's a very good idea. To have this letter sitting in somebody else's hand, which, which included promises that we made to ourselves. Yes, that's a very good idea. So what was your thought when you, when, first of all, maybe we should go back up even one thing when you decided how did you decide what to put on there and what were your, what were your thought patterns? Yeah, no magic there. I mean, there are things I'm working in my, my business, my life that they're, they're just focus points. Things I know to take my game professionally, personally to the next level. I wanted to achieve these certain things. And for me, understanding that you had a letter I think was powerful. Yeah. But the fact that I knew this date was looming in the backdrop yes. <laughs> of my motivation every day that, you know, all 15 people that subscribe to the surgeon in the seal, <laughs> but however many see this and others will see this in the future, yep. they, they will either see that, I get after my goals or I don't, um, you know, I'm, 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 I'm human. Yep. And I'll, I'll just be upfront. I, yep. I, I did not do everything that I wanted to ne- the last month. I'll just, I'll start uh, there. Yeah. yeah I think but, we'll open the confessional. Neither did I, not all of it. But I, I will say like writing a goal on a piece of paper, I probably would have thought about my goals. You know, let's just say it's been 50 days since since we met. Yep. We'll call it 40, 50 days. I, I probably would have thought about them, um, I don't know, a couple times a week if I would have written it down. Yeah. If I would have told you yep. verbally, that would have increased a tiny bit. Um, writing you a letter, I think it increased, maybe doubled it. Yep. But the fact that there was going to be this audience yep. that was going to be exposed to my fortitude and follow through and my professionalism in regards to something I coach other people in. Right. I thought about this letter I sent you, not every day, multiple times every day. And Mm -hmm. I've never had a compelling force like that driving my behaviors. So, so let's back up a little bit for the audience. And so on the last episode of A Surgeon and a Seal, we kind of stumbled upon this idea 
of trying to be each other's accountability partners. And I'll just share how I was thinking about it. And similar to Captain Chaby, I try to teach people how to prioritize what they're focusing on, to look at their to-do list, to re-revise that to-do list, to think with time in mind, uh, to, you know, to dream greatly, pinpoint their peak purpose, all these things I teach. And I, I have to agree with you, Tom, is I, I, I very, very carefully thought about what I put in that letter. And I put a couple things in there that I really wasn't doing very well at. And I knew that if I, if I thought about it, and this is what I, I, I tried to apply what I was doing for other people to myself. So I thought about it, I wrote it down, and then I did it. And I, I, I agree with you because thinking about a goal or an idea or something you want to do is the step one. Um, and you should just think widely from my perspective, you know, write down a hundred things and I think, think, think about them, write down a hundred things or 50 things or five things, whatever it is. But then what I forced myself to do is kind of look at what I wasn't doing well. What did I need somebody to be accountable to, to help me finish what I wanted to do? And so I put a couple things down there that I knew I needed to do, that I knew if I had an accountability partner and if I knew if I had to report back that I would be more likely, maybe not perfectly, but more likely to be able to execute. I don't know if I thought about it multiple times per day, but Tom, I thought about you every single day. And I thought, I got to report back to Captain Chaby, and I need to tell him that I gave it my best effort. I may not have gotten there, but I needed to may, may, you know, get back to you and say, I wasn't a slacker and I, I did my best. And I think that's the most we can ask of each other because you know, ourselves or other people is, is a diligent effort, you know, a, a sincere effort because things kind of get in the way sometimes. Uh, there's been a few bumps in my road in the last 40, 40 days. Um, but being prioritized about what I was going to report back to you because I wrote it down and because I mailed it to you in a letter, um, I think, I don't know. I don't know if I can put a percentage on it. 50, maybe even 100% more effort, something like that. A lot, a big, a big difference. I always write my goals down. Oh, so do I. But, I mean, I don't do what we did. But I write them down, and I rarely look at them after I write. I'm, I'm Like, I'm looking at my desk right now, which, thank goodness you can't see because it's a nightmare. But I can see one, two, three, four, five, six. I have seven journals, oh. and they all have different purposes. You know, one... This is for an individual I'm coaching. This is my sons, the, the like the interesting things they do in their life. This is my son's workouts. I started them working out. And then I've got my own personal journals. And then this is what I sent you the letter on. I just put okay. it in a little card inside my – I'm, I'm old school. Yeah. I keep a, a calendar. I like writing things. And – like, I normally wouldn't even even look at those things. I don't look at any of those journals. Right. Barely ever, um, unless I need to reference something. But I looked at that card that had my four goals on it. I looked at it constantly. Yeah. I'm like, what am I doing? And, you know, I would just give it a quick five, five, ten seconds. All right, I'm cranking on that. I didn't do anything again on that. But that's a lower priority, so that's okay. Let me get that first one done, and and it was driving my behaviors. That's the thing. 
Yep. Like these goals in the past did not, they did, but not as powerfully. There's like a V8 engine behind these this time. Right. That was driving my behaviors down the road at full speed, full power. Again, so we can remind each other, remind the audience. I hope it's more than five people. Maybe it's 10. Um, maybe it's a thousand. Maybe it's a hundred thousand. But what I did is I put my three goals on a three by five card. And then I, I put it in the, in the envelope to you. And then I took, before I put it in the envelope, I took a picture and I have it on my phone. So I look at that thing every day. And every morning I looked at it and I said, you know what? I have to do what I, I, I committed myself to doing. So I think the idea of committing to another person that you are going to do something is that next level. So you can think about it. You can write about it. You can start to do it. Commitment, and then what you said at the beginning, I think is the other thing that's that's valuable, is a deadline or an accountability day, a judgment day. You know, we can't just say, oh, it's going to be whatever. But I knew that we said about 40-ish days we would do this, and it's about it's been about 40 days. Um, and so that that deadline, even this week, forced me to be diligent about um, one of the three that I, I'm not perfect at, but I was okay at. It's, it, it helped me. It definitely helped me this week. Because I knew I had to, you know, we we're going to do this today. Okay, with that preamble, um, I'll, 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 take, I'll, I'll follow your lead. Do you want me to open yours first, or do you want to open mine first? Uh, go ahead, open mine. Let's do mine. Okay, again, so this has been, uh, what's the date on this? January, so it was stamped January 4th. 2023 and today is February 10th, so that is that is close to 40 days. Uh, well, maybe maybe uh, who knows when it was stamped? Who knows what it was in the mailbox? So let's call it 40 the 40 day challenge here, right? What can you do in 40 days? So here we are. I'm opening it up, and then I'm gonna I'm just gonna read it out here. These are 40 day goals. All right. Number one, CEO report. Number one, ready to fly. Number two, uh, is that V4V appraise at least one kilometer? Item. Oh, one item. Sorry. Can't read your handwriting, buddy. One, one item and house and, and, uh, and have, pro- have a process. Sorry. All right. Um, TEM course outline complete. Complete the TEM course. And then health. Sleep eight hours. Decrease sugar. And no snacking and increase water. Or ten glass, ten glasses. Wow, I'd have to pee every minute of every day. Ten glasses. Okay, so um, maybe you want to go through the, through these four with me, and and uh, because I would have a little trouble. I'm sorry, I couldn't read that very well because the light wasn't great. But let's take take me through one through four and what your thoughts were and how to go. Yeah, I'm, uh, number one, I I give myself a hundred percent on. And just repeat I, I that. Repeat the number one again. What was number one? Uh, CEO report number one, ready to fly. I'm starting. I, I've had, I was waiting until there was this mass interest. And over the last year, I've had in the neighborhood of 50 folks, people in my network, they, they either ask me, write a book, write something. They, they want to consume more content from yeah. me. So what I am going to do is have a, a monthly email. It's called the CEO report, and that's going to be monthly. The first one 
is what I wrote. I wrote it. Oh, that's awesome. Page piece. Um, CEO. What do you think CEO stands for? Well, I have have a sense it might be not the chief executive officer. What what does it stand for? Not. It's uh, capturing every opportunity. Oh, I love that. Okay, slow down for a second. CEO isn't about the chief executive officer. It's about capturing every opportunity. Oh, I am. We we have a, a mutual uh, licensing agreement between Chabi and I. You can take whatever I do, and, and I, I'm going to steal that one. That, I love that one. Yeah. Well, it's the the name of my report, and the first one I wrote about what I call the intangibles, and most people gravitate towards what they can understand and what they can measure, particularly when it's professional development and growth. Yeah. You, you know, you look at you look at a corporation like financial stability that's pretty tangible you can measure that uh, having a efficient logistical train you can measure that as well uh, in sports speed strength mm-hmm. you clearly can measure those but you know leadership like we know a good leader when we see it but go ahead give, give me a measurement of that guy is a 4.3 leader like there's, yeah, he's a good leader. Or that person's very resilient. Yeah, but it's nebulous. So in this first issue of the CEO report, I get after that concept that people don't like to go down. And that really defines what I do with corporations yep. and individuals I work with and sports teams is I help them with the intangibles. And the four intangibles I focus on, I have a list of about 100, incidentally, but the four I focus on are mindset. It's not psychology, it's mindset, which is basically choices in leadership. Yep. But there's skill involved in there, and I'll get into that another time. Then you've got discipline, resilience, and leadership. Those four. You get those four. If you own those four domains, you're going to be a good individual performer, or your team is going to just dominate. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. So I wrote it. I sent it to my website guy. They're doing their magic, which I don't know how to do. Yeah. Um, so I'd love, to, I'd love to read that when you get a chance. Yeah, you, you will. You will be on the on the initial blast. Uh, the second thing was V4V. Appraise at least one item. V4V is a not for profit I started a while ago. Vintage for vets. Um, I won't get into the whole background, but I'm a prolific collector of old stuff. Um, think. Neon signs, lunch boxes, movie posters or something. Just what's that? Movie posters or something. Yeah, just stuff. And I have this stuff, and there's hundreds of thousands, probably more people in the country that appreciate this stuff. But for me, I have all this. I have so much. It's what am I going to do with it all? And I've become quite good at collecting it. I am now donating it to my not-for-profit, and the purpose of it will be to repurpose that stuff to help wounded warriors and wounded first responders. So to get the tax benefit, I'm not selling it. I'm just donating it. So I'll no longer own it, which was a struggle for me because I'm a little bit attached to it. But now I know it's going to a bigger purpose. Yeah. So donating it, there's a lot of legalities in the tax world about doing that. My brother is a 
I'm a CFO, so he coached me through this a little bit. So I've got a process now to slowly shift this stuff to the ownership of the not-for-profit. The third one is create an outline for my uh, course that I want to start. I have a model, uh, the TEM model, team effectiveness model, and I want to build a course around that. Back to V4V, I give myself 100% on that. I've got... I've got my process and I did a bunch and I I went to multiple people to get expert advice on how to do it. Uh, The the team effectiveness model course, I give myself a zero. Um, I thought about it a lot, but I did not do it. I got sucked into the CEO report and it, 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 it was harder for me to write that article. I struggled with parts of it. Um, I wrote every day incidentally, but it's, uh, it's hard. Yeah. Um, so for the, for the, uh, outline, I'm going to move that to the next 40 days and I'm going to nail it in the next one. And I don't feel bad about that. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I thought about it a lot, which I, I do believe the needle was, was, was pushed a little bit and I, and I moved the ball down the field a little bit, but uh, I need to do more. And the last one was health, um, sleep six to eight hours. I nailed it. Sugar. I, you know, other than there being sugar and spaghetti sauce, yeah. I had no sugar. Oh, that's good. No cookies, nothing. Yeah. No soda, nothing. Nice. Um, and no snacking. Yeah. Nothing. And the water, I, the, the 10 glasses thing, I think you're right. I think I overreached on that one. But the, the more important thing, which I did not put on my goal, was to do the intermittent fasting. Um, so I would stop eating at 8, 8 p.m. every yep. night and I would not eat till noon the next day maybe even 1 p.m. the next day. Yep. I did that minimum six days a week. Wow. Since and, do, and do you feel better with that that last part about the health? I, I don't feel better. I feel fantastic, unbelievably good. And may um, I ask, could I you... I don't even, like, yearn for food in the morning. Yeah. I have coffee black. My wife and I don't put cream in it, and, and I'm, you know, I'm used to it. I just drink my coffee, and it makes me happy. I, I, I think I could go till two or three o'clock and I'd be fine. Did you, did you lose or change your weight a lot or no? Did that? I think I'm about the same weight, but my, my waistline decreased. I bet you by more than an inch easy. One more, one more, one more pull on on the belt. My my belt, I can feel it on the belt and I feel better. My hip, not my artificial hip, my other one, which has been bothering me for years, uh, and, and it's funny, my my son is on a baseball team and one of his teammates' dad is a doctor and I was talking to him about this. And I just said, yeah, my other hip feels phenomenal. He's like, I bet you had gout. And, you know, you're getting rid of all those anti, you know, inflammatories. And Just, and, just for people out there, and we'll talk about this a little bit, but there's no question when you cut sugar out, when you do some intermittent fasting, your overall body inflammatory markers plummet. Uh, that's not even my opinion. That's a lot of data. And you might be about the same weight if you've been working out a lot, but your your, yeah. your overall body fat probably dropped. And fat, any sort of fat is, they, the fat cells are called adipocytes. They actually produce inflammatory markers. So if you reduce your overall body fat content, you're going to feel better. So that's one of the benefits of Cutting out, you know, SNS, I call it sugar and, and, uh, and snacks. Um, that's fantastic. I got rid of beer as well. I used to drink one 16 ounce beer every night 
I've had zero beer in the last 40 days. Okay. Well, there you go. All right, Captain Chaby, would you like to give yourself an overall grade for your 40-day, uh, what, what I want to call the Dare to be Vital Challenge? Uh, C plus to B minus. Oh, you are a hard grader. All right. I'm going to give you a B or a B plus or an A minus. I'm going to give it. Well, why, why do you give yourself a C? I'm just curious. C plus. Well, C plus. And it, and it probably bleeds to the B minus. And just because I did nothing on that outline. Yeah. And frankly, when you look at that goal, if I would have spent an hour, I probably could have knocked that one out. Okay. And I, and I didn't do it. Okay. And, you know, I have my excuses, which that's all they are. So that's weak. Okay, so so you got a bagel on one of them, zero out of a hundred. So that maybe that's why you got a, a C plus or a B minus. Yeah. All right. The ones I feel very good about. All right, my friend. Um, pop open my letter and let's let's see. There's a should be a three by five card in there, and we'll. Uh, I'm going to be a little bit more meticulous than you were. Uh, I'm just. Let's it's like. I'm gonna save this. Oh, okay. I, I will. I will save this. I, I, I kind of destroyed your letter, but I, I, I'll save this for sure. Oh, uh, the forty-day challenge. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's awesome. Finish revising your book. Is it? Hang on a second. Is it this book you're revising? Okay, so why don't we go at these one at a time? Is that all right? Yeah, let's do it. So okay. number one was finished revising. Is this the right book that I'm holding up? Wait for it. Version 2.0. Oh, Dare to be Vital. Okay, so so you've revised it. So this is the old. Yes, so so this is the new version, which is not. Um, I, I am happy to tell you that I, I, and this is the new cover. This is so fun. I have to tell, I'll tell you a little story about that. Um but about four months ago, I committed to trying to completely revise Dare to Be Vital as a, a book that I put out three years ago. I've been teaching a course through Stanford called, you know, either Dare to Be Vital or Energize Your Life or How to Live Your Best Life. And I committed in November to trying to do an hour or 90 minutes every single day of writing, um, which required me to be really, really disciplined about what I was doing. And then when we did this 40 days ago at the beginning of January, I was kind of stuck in this loop of revise, revise. Are you going to get done? Are you going to get it done? And so I, I was getting a little burned out. I, and I knew that I, I needed to put that number one on the list. My process for creating those three was, again, to just be super, super intentional about what I thought was absolutely the number one most important thing that I wanted to get done. That's why it was number one. And then um, on Monday of this past week, I submitted the manuscript after at least 100, maybe 200 revisions uh, of the revisions of the revisions, uh, and that's being typeset right now. So it should be officially done next week, uh, put it all together, and it'll be out in about three or four weeks. Um, but I am, I am very proud of the new version of it. Um, I'm, I, I don't, I think, I think Captain Shaby, I might have, it might have bled another two, three months. So I think if you're looking to finish a project, which is sometimes difficult to, to know when you're going to be done, I just I said, look, I have got to get this done. I had an ex, extra deadline because I'm teaching my class again in April, and I had to have it done by early February in order for it to be available to be up uh, in the Stanford bookstore and other places. So 
the combination of this and the other ones allowed me to get it done. Just get it done. So sometimes in surgery, we have this idea of the enemy of good is better. And I just kept going over and over and over again. And I was fortunately working with a great editor. And she's like, stop, pencils down. <laughs> no more. So um, that one I'll give myself 100% on or maybe 99 because it's, you know, my part of it's done. I just need to have uh, people meticulously make sure it's in the correct format so it doesn't look weird when you print it. Fantastic. Well, I love the cover. It's uh, it's significantly more compelling than this. Okay, let me uh, let me tell you the difference. So I made that first one. The second one is made by professional designers uh, who uh, have worked with Random House in the past. And I think it, the, the tagline is now, Dare to be vital, your blueprint for a vibrant life. Okay, and then the back, if you see, I'll make that a little closer. I don't know if that comes out, but you know, it really asks you, are you vital? And this is what I try to do. It also helped me sort of crystallize what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. Um, I put in a completely new chapter, which I know you're going to like. It's called Double Down on Discipline. Um, and uh, it's part of knowing you, uh, Captain Chaby, that has helped me realize that that is a core component of what I call the vitality octagon, along with things like time and hope and purpose and fitness. So um, I'm super excited and I'll, I'll be putting it out more out there, actually how people can get it probably by the end of February. All right. What was number two? I've forgotten what the order was. Well, number two, uh, back on January 3rd, you weighed, you came, you weighed in at 197.6. So I don't know if you weighed yourself today. I did. I, I, I did. I, I've weighed myself every day. And uh, the, the reason for that 197.6 was the opposite. So December was spent binging at the, at the buffet of, of sugar and snacks. And, and I have a wife and daughter who are amazing cooks and bakers and, uh, I don't know, pumpkin bread, banana bread, you know, all kinds of goodies around the Christmas holidays. Uh, and I had packed on, you know, four or five pounds that I did not want to have. And I think my absolute ideal weight is somewhere around 192 or 193, maybe 194. I am disappointed to report to you that I am 195.2 this morning. So I lost about 2.4 pounds. Um, I, 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 I did what you did. Okay. I cut out sugar. I cut out snacking. I cut out most of, of, uh, alcohol consumption. Um, and I just, I just kind of failed a couple times in between at, at little parties that we went to here in January and might've binged a little bit on some crab salad. That was amazing. Um, it's crab season here in Northern California. And I, I really do like that. So it's not the crab salad that gets you. It's the um, the garlic bread that goes with it, which is which is amazing. Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna argue with you a bit about your your goal to lose five pounds. I I, I don't like that goal. Okay, don't why don't you like that goal? Because like I'm glad, and, and this isn't like my goal is better than your goal. That's oh come on, you're trying to you're trying to say your goal is better than my goal. I know you are. <laughs> But it's like to me, like I don't know. You're the doctor. I'm not. Uh, you know, whatever I weighed, I probably I was in the 180s, and I, and I probably am still in the 180s or yeah. 179 or something. And even if I went to the 190s, and I feel like I feel, 
and I know, I know like salads. I eat way more salads. Yeah. Vegetables and fruits. Way more vegetables and fruits. I don't eat a lot of fruit, but a lot more vegetables. Um, and water and get rid of the beer, get rid of the sugar and, and, and changing, you know, instead of eating over this like 14 hour, yep. you know, stuff of stuff a thon. Yeah. I, I, I like shrink it and I really don't think about calories, but I, I can tell my stomach shrunk and, and I, Oh, I also ate significantly slower. Yes. Like that changed it. Cause then all of a sudden I'm like, I'm starting to feel full. Like, I've never had that sensation in my life before this. Yeah. I would just wolf food and I'm like, ah, two burgers, three burgers, four pieces of pizza. I'm good. And I, I think wellness means way more than a number. I agree with you. I agree with you. I think I'm a little bit, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit like, I know that that's where I, I weighed an average of about 194 for almost 20 years. And so, um, that's where I, I'm going to, I'm going to target that. So maybe, maybe I didn't need to lose five pounds, but I agree with you. There's, there's actually an interesting thing. If you do focus only on weight, that's not a, that's not an ideal thing. I'm not a, a disclaimer to everybody out there. I'm not a diet or a weight expert. I, I similarly to Captain Chaby, I have for years, almost every day, um, um, done intermittent fasting. I don't even think about it anymore. So this is, this is just some coffee. So this is probably two cups of coffee in my go blue Michigan thing, which I will have between say 7 a.m. and noon. Um, it's 1120 here on the, uh, in the Bay area. So I will have a small lunch and a small dinner. But the other thing I, I think people, I think we, people have agency over their, their wellness. They have an ability to, to impact it with their choices and decisions. And when I, I was just binging a little bit too much on the awesome cookies, cakes, candies, and snacks, um, yeah. Did it feel really good going down? Yeah. Did I feel bloated and bad afterwards? Yes. And to your point, I've slowed it down where I try to eat until I feel about 80% full. And then I wait about 10 or 15 minutes. And then I realize I'm, I'm probably 100% full. It's just my brain has to catch up with what's going on in my stomach. And that, I think that's not, I don't know, that's just my opinion. That's not a medical opinion. That's just my personal opinion. I've found that when I stop and wait five or 10 minutes, either during a meal or just after a meal, I'm like, oh, I really don't need much more. I'm actually full. So I'm going to look into that a little bit scientifically to say, is there like a five, 10, 15 minute delay between when you consume something, when your stomach is actually full and when your brain gives you the signal back to say, hey, stop eating. And I think sometimes you're right. We, we eat too fast, we eat too much. And uh, we could probably do that by, by something that's really interesting, just slowing down, right? Yeah, I found myself at dinner periodically because I, I had a little bit of a gap and it would work out in the afternoon. I would grab a small handful of carrot sticks. Yeah. Eat them, and like I was pretty sated yeah. after eating like five or six carrot sticks. And, you know, I still wanted to have my chicken parmesan or whatever I was having for dinner, but... I just, I just didn't need as much food, which was cool. There's one, one other hack there that's kind of interesting, and it's, it's, it has to do with the different types of receptors in your mouth and in your gut, is sometimes when you're really hungry, um, you're not hungry for calories. You're hungry for a little salt. Um, and so my, my hack on this is I love pickles. And so I binged on like an $8 bottle of pickles, so these organically really super crunchy pickles. 
and I'll eat like a half of a pickle or, or maybe even a full pickle. And oh my God, it's five calories. And I'm like, wait a minute, I, is this, is this a placebo effect? Or do I really feel like I'm full or I'm, I'm you know, you know, I don't feel hungry. And so for people who are considering that something that's low in calories, but has a little bit pinch of a salt in it, in your mouth and in your gut are receptors for, for sort of savory or salty things. And it may be that you just need a little bit of salt. So try that if you're, if you're feeling like you're getting hangry versus getting a, you know, uh, some Triscuits or some, you know, wheat thins or, you know, something or a bagel. So I'm, 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 I'm sensing we need a new commercial, like the Snickers commercial, yeah. but it, with pickles. And pickles really satisfied, right? So Snickers really right. satisfied. Uh, right. Maybe we should make some pickle jerky or something. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Number, number third. Under your third goal, Dr. Mishra, complete a 40-day devotional book. I'm, I'm, I'm curious... I think I know what this is, and I, and I but I, I just don't know what that entails. It sounds bodacious. Well, I, I have you know disclaimer to the audience out there. I am a Christian. I'm a person of faith, um, and I you know I, I live, breathe, breathe, and eat um, that as much as I can. I do pray every day, but I used to be more specific and intentional about trying to read a devotional book, and. I put that out there, JB, because I knew I needed I, I, I knew I needed a little more guidance and I needed to be intentional about it. I didn't want to be public about it initially, um, but I found an amazing one. OK, and it's called Cast Your Cares. OK, and it's a um, sort of a, a daily journey. You know how, to, how to, I like the tagline here. You know, for your mind to find your 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 best version of your soul. Okay, so it's along that idea of you know lead your best life. I do believe that spirituality is is a huge component of your vitality. It can be a belief in God. In my case, it is, but it also can just be a belief in something bigger than yourself. So, in terms of you serving the 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 wounded warriors or first responders, um, I I thought about putting something in terms of service out there. But I knew I needed to be a little more grounded in God. Okay. And so every single day I have chewed on this Cast Your Care a devotional book. And it's actually been probably the most important thing I did. Yeah, I finished my, and I'm very proud of this, I finished this. But uh, I'm very proud of the fact that I, I got back to a practice of no more than maybe five or 10 minutes per day of reading a devotional book contemplating it, praying about it, and recentering myself. And it, it, it did calm me down in, in times where I was either anxious or running around, and it helped center me. Um, so so that that part of it I'm very happy with. I, I'm hoping it'll, it'll stick with me here. Um, I put it on 40 days. This is actually more like, you know, an 80-day uh, book that I have, so I'm about halfway through it. So um, I'm going to finish it. I, I couldn't find an exactly 40-day uh, devotional book that I could do. So in, in, you know, in lining these up again, number one was trying to finish up my Dare to Be Vital book, which I did. Now, number two was trying to figure out if I could lose a little bit of that holiday extra weight. And number three was to work a little bit on my spirituality. So I'm not sure where Chaby went. Are you, are you still alive there, buddy? Okay, since 
since we're missing uh, Captain Shaby right now. Coming back, coming back. Did you have to take there a little? You, you know what you had to do? You had to take a pee break because you drink too much. No, no, I had to, I had to quick open the door. I apologize. Um, <laughs> no, I think. Yeah, so, what was your final grade? I, I didn't hear what you gave yourself. Oh, I didn't give myself a grade. Um, I'm going to give myself an A minus. I'm. Right. I, 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 you know, I've uh, maybe a little grade inflation, but I, I hit on two out of the three at a hundred percent, and then I hit on. I think I agree with you. Like, if I were two or three pounds lighter and really nailed it, would I just be, you know, kind of thin but not fit? I don't know. Uh, I, I I feel, re- like, to your point, um, I don't know if I need to lose any more weight. I feel great. I'm able to execute on the things I want to do. Am I just, like, being a slave to a number versus, you know, am I okay because I'm one pound heavier than I was 20 years ago? I mean, that's 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 the difference here, right? I'm saying it's like... I'm very proud of that, by the way, but it's it's hard when you creep up. If you go one or two pounds per year and you start multiplying that by 10 or 20 years, you're 20, 30, 40 pounds overweight. So I think it's a very slippery slope to becoming either overweight or obese. And I wasn't in that category, but I I, I, I really was, frankly, indulgent in, in December. Yeah, I, I you know, the whole number thing, you know, I, I used to play tennis recreationally, but I got pretty motivated to sign up for tournaments and, and tennis is brutal. It's just yeah. mono, mono, it, you know, you're, you're, you're stuck in your own head. You, the only, it's you, you know, in singles tennis, it's you versus an opponent. And I, I, I found myself struggling with, I, I would play people that might've been better than I was more skilled and and I would lose to them. And sometimes I could win. I would I would do some really good things in a court and win. But if I played my best tennis and lost, did I feel better about that, or did I feel better about playing an inferior player where I really didn't play my best tennis, but I won? Yeah. Like which is better? And 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 I really ultimately got to the point where I wanted to own my process and and grow and play my best tennis, win or lose. And, you know, yes, I want to win. I'm very competitive. But I, I, I struggled with, I hated winning when I played my worst tennis. Yeah. It, it just, it bothered me. I, I felt dirty. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't feel dirty if I win in, in tennis or poker or golf or whatever else I like to do. Um, winning's good. So, you always, yeah. you, can, you can sometimes lose with your best effort, too. I, I don't know if that's true right. in t- in tennis, but uh, I, I definitely know that in other sports. You can have your A game and, you know, I call it the golf gods. They just are against you that day and, you know, you hit a good chip, but it rolls out, you know, the wrong way or you're, you're putting really well, but they're not going down. Um, so I, I think you got to give yourself a little forgiveness on that. What, Jamie, what I'd love to do for the last four or five minutes is kind of review and then, and then give people some ideas about how they might be able to execute on this uh, for themselves or other people or their businesses. Um, and, you know, maybe we can just recap what we did and, and, and then what our final thoughts about, you know, what the, what the experience was for us on this 40 day, um, dare to be vital challenge. And I, I still love your idea of the CEO capturing every opportunity. Um, that's just, that's just flat out phenomenal. Every CEO should, 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 should hear that somewhere, somehow. Well, thank you for that. And 
like for me, the takeaway on it, 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 there, there, it's really there's a, there's a slope, like down here, like right, like having goals is great. Right, writing them down is a little bit better. Writing them down and sharing them with somebody is a little bit better. Writing them down, sharing them with somebody, but sharing them in somewhat of a public forum is even better. Having that, you called it judgment day. This is judgment day. Like I was being judged. Did I do the CEO report today? I did. I nailed it. And I'm proud of that. But the the you know the team effectiveness model outline to build a course around that, I didn't do it. So am I? Am I? I'm not embarrassed. I'm just. I just. There was only so much time. Yep. I had some other business opportunities that that really sucked up some of my bandwidth. And, and I had the opportunity to spend time with my family, which I'm never, I'm never going to apologize for that. Right. So the big takeaway for me is this yeah. judgment day thing is powerful. I'd like to say, let's do it again. Yeah. We don't need to tape it or we can't. I'm all, I'm, I'm all for, we could spend three minutes at the beginning of the next surgeon in the seal and just go, how do we do on this 40 days? Oh God. God. Can I, can I, can I, can I get a week off before I send you my letter? But I I think that's a great idea. So, so what I would, I'm I'm just thinking while you're talking and I do think that for, for part of it where, you know, you're kind of thinking about what your goals are or thinking about what you want to do with your life. And, you know, I always say, say to myself, we're never promised tomorrow. You and I both lost people, um, in at the prime of their lives, or we see people who have severe, issues, um, concerns, family members, friends, um, you know, tragic things happen every day. So when I'm, when I'm trying to eat my own dog food here and think with time in mind, I think we got to consider doing this for the whole year, 40 days at a time. Uh, and, and whether we report back to our surgeon and a seal community, maybe we should commit to doing that. Um, but that thinking about it, you know, writing it down. And I do love this. I don't know, maybe, I don't know, even I'll ask you, I do like keeping it to a three by five card. It keeps you from being too verbose about all your ideas. It forces you to, you know, unless you're going to write in microfiche, you know, be really diligent about prioritizing your goals. And then, as you said, you know, getting back to somebody, but then, you know, putting down, putting something down and you don't have to have a video that you're going to put up on the internet, but you can maybe have a phone call or a zoom call with somebody and say, listen, here's where I was. Um, I, I think that structure is meaningful. I think that's valuable. Um, maybe give me, give me a week and I'll send you another letter. And then you send me another letter and we'll, we'll call it, you know, another 40 day challenge, which will put us somewhere towards the end of March, probably, um, in, in terms of repeating this, but we hope that people who are listening to it, uh, have some value. We, we do this, I think maybe selfishly for ourselves, but we're hoping that people can learn that, you know, even people like Captain Chavy and myself who are super committed to trying to help other people you know, live their best lives that we, we fall through the cracks. We don't always make it and, and we can get better. And so having this sort of, I don't know, um, partner that helps you do that is such a blessing. So I'm very, very thankful for you, Tom. Um, I really appreciate being able to call you one of my very best friends and, and being able to be vulnerable with you and saying, listen, I, I needed to get to after stuff. So any, any final thoughts? Yeah. You, you, you hit on a theme that I'm going to be exploring in one of my future CEO reports, and you just said the word. It was like eight words ago, vulnerability. Yeah. The most misunderstood and undervalued word in the English language. Um, 
It's so, so powerful. And the people that are willing to go down that vulnerability road are the true beneficiaries of this powerful dynamic that really propels us forward. So I'd love to maybe talk about that in the future. Okay, why don't we commit to doing that uh, at our next Surgeon to Seal? This is seven, that'll be eight. We're going to talk about vulnerability and we'll, we'll also, we won't make as much of a production about it, uh, but we'll maybe at the end of it, not the beginning, we can go over uh, whatever goals and we'll, we'll send each other another letter. What is today? Today's the 10th. So I'll send you a letter in a week. Uh, I, I need, I'm going to take a week off. I'm going to binge the buffet of excuses. I'm going to, you know, just be a, you know, a slag, slaggard, uh, laggard, whatever. Um, and then I'll get back on the horse. And, and I think it'll be very helpful. So we hope that everybody's enjoyed listening to uh, this episode of A Surgeon and a Seal. We were talking about how to prioritize your goals and how to execute on them in the 40-day Dare to Be Vital Challenge. Uh, if you're enjoying what you're seeing here, please subscribe below. Please also share this with your uh, friends and family. And we'll see you next time. And until then, Dare to Be Vital. Tom, thank you so much for your time. You too, Dr. Mishra. Thanks, Alan.